Yo, it's the Stocks and Bars podcast. We're going to do the cliff notes on episode 13 where we talked about religion and money. Now, in that episode, we talked about religion and money and how they correlate. And what we mainly talked about is how it gave most people their very first financial foundation which is to save money for tithes for the church so put aside 10 percent of your money and make sure you give that to the church that's a very financial foundation that it gives you religion also helps you shape your morals your ethics your values it gives you that cornerstone on how to think, how to react to things, how to help your fellow person, etc. So in this episode, we're going to continue on that, but we want to put a little spin on it because this is about religion and money. So in this episode, I'm going to break down a few things as far as how those two correlate and how that works <laughs> in the United States. And in this episode, we're also going to cover the top 10 religions top 10 religions according to eafee.com and this is going to have their net worth and this is going to be from 2020 to 2021 top 10 religions religion and money how they correlate check this out right here all right this is from april of 2020 and edited on march 27th of 2021 top 10 richest countries in the world and their net worth all right we're gonna count down from the top all right coming in at number 10 is the kenneth copeland ministry all right we know this guy see him on tv one of these tv evangelicals they have him in top 10 and his church is located in Texas. And it's about worth worth about $1 billion, according to this article, all right? The Kenneth Copeland Ministry, number 10. Number nine, Freemasonry. I can't sit here and tell you what I know exactly what that is, but yo, Freemasonry is getting this religion money not even a religion but to join it you gotta believe in a supreme being so they do have the markup of what a religion is but they ranked it in here and they've given it the number nine they don't have a number on here but they put it at number nine all right take it for what it is eap what's up with the number so freemasonry is number nine Number eight comes the Episcopalian Church. Okay, we know about this one. They put it at a value of $2 billion. $2 billion. <laughs> Episcopalian Church, founded in 1975, right? Headquartered in New York. $2 billion, all right? That's number eight. Number seven. Whoo, hot one. Number seven, Church of Scientology. Maria Lemony. 
Why can't I say her name? Rhea Lemony. <laughs> Put them on blast like three or four years ago on A&E. Founded in 52 by L. Ron Hubbard. All right. They have a net worth of about $2.5 billion. Number seven is a church of Scientology. Number six, Opus Dei. Can't say I heard of that one either. But this church describes itself as a personal prelature of the Catholic Church that helps people seek holiness. They're headquartered in Italy, and their net worth, according to EA, is $3 billion. So we're climbing up the ladder here. Number six is Opus Dei. Number five, the Church of England. Church of England is valued at about $9 billion. It is triple the amount of Opus Dei. They're headquartered in the United Kingdom. $9 billion. All right, we're climbing up the ladder here. $9 billion. So simple math here, nine and three is 12, two and a half will round that to three is 15, another two, 17. Freemasonry doesn't have a number. Kenneth Copeland has one, it's 18. Just for the sake of number, Freemasonry, we're just gonna throw one in there as well, right? That's $19 billion we're talking about right now as far as religion, right? And we just getting into the five. <laughs> All right, number four, the Catholic Church of Australia. It's part of the worldwide Catholic Church. Why they break it down separately, I can figure that out later. But as far as this list is concerned for top 10, Catholic Church of Australia, $22.3 billion. How's that tally looking? You said 19? Let's round it to 20 just to make this simple. Add 22 to it, you got $42 billion. All right? $42 billion, approximately. Number three, Catholic Church of Germany. Okay, we got two Catholic churches jumping off here. Catholic Church of Germany, $26 billion. How's that tally? 42 plus 26. 68, 68 billion. $68 billion right now we're looking at. Next one on the list, number two, Catholic Church, the Vatican. Catholic Church Army, they deep. Catholic Church Vatican, worth $33 billion according to EAB. So we got 68 plus 33. We're just going to give that an even 100 billion. Just, just throw it in there. Even 100. Okay, we got 100 billion we're sitting on right now as far as money and religion, all right? The number one, number one church when it comes to net worth is the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints. Okay? Also known as the Mormon Church. <laughs> bread. Just, just bread. Right? They are coming in at a value of about a hundred billion dollars. So our tally, how's that look right now? If you've been following it, average 
I'm gonna say average. Estimate a hundred billion for two through nine. Number one is a hundred billion on its own. Number one is the same value as the bottom nine. Crazy. That's 200 billion just sitting right there as far as net worth according to EA feed. That is crazy. Religion and money. In this episode, I'm going to break down a few things as far as how those two correlate and how that works in the United States. So, in a 2009 Gallup poll, right, I did a little bit of internet sleuthing in order to try to do this. I was not successful in finding a most recent poll, but I don't think this is going to be too far off from where we are currently, if and when I do find that data. So in the 2009 Gallup poll, this poll asked the question, is religion an important part of your daily life? So ask yourself that. Is religion an important part of your daily life? Let's see where you fit in on this poll. So I'm going to look at this in a very broad view and give you just broad data. You can check it out for 2009 Gallup poll. Go ahead and Google that. Is religion important part of your daily life? So check it out. Per capita. Okay, this is per capita numbers. The lower per capita says that yes, religion is an important part of their daily life. The lower the per capita, all right? So what that means is the higher <laughs> the per capita, religion is not an important part of their daily life. Is that shocking to you? All right, lower per capita, yes, we need religion. Or let me rephrase that. Lower per capita. Yes, religion is important to my life. Higher per capita, religion is not important to my life. Daily part of life. So what that means is that poor countries love religion. Poor countries love religion. And then it implies that the opposite is the higher the wealth of that country, the less likely they are to have religion as an important part of their daily life. Crazy. Or is it? So we're going to correlate this now to the United States of America. In this Gallup poll, the United States of America ranked like this. And let's see if this fits you. 65% of people say that religion is an important part of their life. 34% say religion is not an important part of their life. So that means that America is generally religious. Two-thirds of the people say that religion is important to them. Okay? Hang on to that one right there. 65%, 34%. Two-thirds. Okay? 
Let's go to the money side. Let's go to the money side of this whole equation. If religion and money are tied together, these two are probably going to be correlated, right? So check it out. I dig, I dug a little bit more into it, all right? So when you have less money, you think that only God can help you. And when you have more money, you have more of a capacity to understand that you have the value to make a change. Some type of effect from your actions is going to give you that wealth. That's how I interpret this. And let's check out the money. So I went to Statista.com. And this is more recent. 2021 stats. Okay. The top 10% of the people own 70% of the wealth. <laughs> we talk a lot about how wealth is distributed. And this is kind of going along with that, about a widening gap. So the top 10% own 70% of the wealth. So the top 10% earners own 70%. So that means majority of the money go to the people who have money. This correlates very well with that stat of 65% of people being religious because that means majority of people believe that they have to get help from God. That means that that other 34% of people saying that's on me. So that wealth right there is saying that majority of the people who have the wealth do not have religion as an important part of their daily life. <laughs> Last part of the Cliff Notes episode is I make sure to give you a stock pick or picks, plural. In this case, I only have one singular, so I led you down the wrong path. <laughs> but Pinterest is my stock pick. We're going to go to the internet for my stock pick, Pinterest. Pinterest had a hot IPO, started off hot, and moved lower. This is a very typical path for an IPO. It's usually overhyped. A lot of people get involved. And in this retail trading phase of things, we get more people to bite. That's all right. So it moved lower. And now the stock price is starting to form a base. Pins is now at $37.95 as I talk about it on December 31st. And it's made a decent bottom at this point. Understand that this is a very good entry point. I'll put it that way. I think around the 35 area is the better entry, but the risk value right now, pretty good. I think Pinterest can continue to move higher from where it's at. And in the event that it does move lower, the next best price that you can purchase Pinterest at 
is likely going to be in that $20 area. I like it at 35. If it falls from 35, getting at 20 is the better deal. I always find it interesting that when it comes to money and religion, how people don't put a value into their own efforts. Now, I do believe in religion. Do not get this twisted. I believe in it in the aspect that it does give you the core. But the scary thing about religion is that people will justify pretty much anything <laughs> through religion. And that has been proven time and time again through history. But regardless of that, when it comes to finances, we're talking about just straight up finances here. That's on you. Okay. Let's get this straight. For this new year, finances are on you. You got to take care of that. You got to make sure that you put yourself in position in different places to get to where you want to be at financially. And in the process of doing that, make sure you do not compromise who you are. Because often that is how the tragedy starts. When you look at yourself in the mirror and you no longer recognize who that person is anymore, there's the problem. So when you go down that path, stay true to yourself. Associate with people who also stay true to themselves. And if they start to veer off that path, you split off quickly because you do not want to be associated with that. And that's going to be it for Stocks and Bars. Make sure you check us out if you like what you heard. Do me a favor. Subscribe. Share. Let somebody know what you heard, man. I appreciate everything that you could do to help me out. Let's make sure that 2022 is our year. And of course, you know we got the bars. Shout out Sean Price, Shout out Alchemist. Uh. Yo, it's the stocks and bars, bar, bar, barriers. The world needed hip hop to teach about money, and y'all hearing it. We quick to give our money to churches and never save it for ourselves. We deserve it. It's time to change that. It's financial fire for hire. This ain't the same rap. I'm out to empower the people. Change the game stat. Who you give your money to is who you get power. You should give it to yourself. Make sure you live from now on. Stocks and bars. Investments in stocks and bars. Stocks and bars. I invest in stock. Investments in stocks and bars. Investments in stock. I invest in stock. Invest that money smart and make it land. Investments in stock. Investments in stock. Investments in stock.